Hey guys, welcome back to the Blessed Child Podcast. This is your host, Renee. I am interrupting your month with a news update from the imploding shitstorm that is the Mooniverse. And the overall tone of this message is just to give people some guidance and direction as the empire of the Moonies is collapsing. At the end of an empire, it's usually pretty chaotic and a cult leader is going to want to blame shift, like we said before, and put that blame and guilt of losing their empire on its members. So we know that is a common cult tactic. What we haven't seen before is the scale of that. We've seen Jim Jones massacre and that was when a cult was collapsing, and now we have Hawk Jahan Moon, who is losing it. In which way, you might ask. So the overall tone here is reach out to your family members, your loved ones, your spouse, your parents, your siblings, and just let them know everything's going to be okay. It is not the end of times. It's actually going to get better. The main focus is for people to focus on themselves. And if they don't have a strategy for how to do that, go to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and try to reassess your situation. Make sure you have food, water, shelter, clothing, a social support, and go up from there. Um, So what's been happening? You might be a little curious. Why am I giving this brief PSA on the Mooniverse? There's a lot of chaos in the air. Basically, it goes back. We're, you know, the moon, the moon clan has been around for decades, causing corruption and chaos and murder and exploitation and labor trafficking for decades. But we're going to just look at the last, we're going to zoom in and look at the last 10, 12 years. So over the last 12 years, Preston Moon, who is Hak Jahan and, and Sun Myung Moon's son, Preston Moon, I think it's Hyunjin. Um, he laundered $500 million into his private black box Swiss account called Kingdom Investment Foundation. I got all this from watching the lawsuit a few years ago. But basically, he laundered $500 million from GPF from my days on OLT. He, shuff, uh, he funneled it all into his own private account. And Hak Jahan saw that and sued him, or he got involved in a lawsuit because you can't just take $500 million, brah. But he said it was to um, spread the word of the divine principle. And under that article of incorporation, pretty much he could do whatever he wanted as long as the main goal was to spread the divine principle. So that's the debate they've been arguing for the last 12 years uh doesn't really matter who is taking the money in the unification church as long as it's to to spread the divine principle the word of the divine principle and one of the judges even brought up he was like well let's say you guys wanted to buy all the bowling alleys for the divine print like to spread the word of the divine principle is that under the articles of incorporation and the lawyer was very blatant that's defending uh, the church and was like, yeah, we could totally do that. There's nothing under the Articles of Incorporation that couldn't say that we we could buy bowling alleys. And then he went on to say, in fact, we have construction companies and uh, newspapers, businesses, and 
we all know they have the true world foods and they have weapons manufacturers and all this other stuff. So basically there's no law. It's lawless. The moon, the mooniverse and the moon family is a, a lawless money laundering scheme and it's exploiting members in the billions of dollars. Like we're, we're scaled up trillions by now. Hey guys, the feature in it here. So I'm going to be splicing more information into the previous audio that I recorded because I uh, actually wasn't reading off notes. I was just reciting from my memory. Uh, so you'll be hearing little bits of added information throughout this episode. But basically the judge asked to clarify if the Unification Church had any limiting principles on how they could spend their money. The answer under the Articles of Incorporation are, as long as the money is spent spreading the word of the divine principle, there are no limiting principles. So if you want to go, and theology is so hard to debate because there's um, the freedom of religion. And so if it's written in the religion, which Moon did say, like, we're gambling in Vegas to save the sin city we're saving sin city with every dollar so because that's in the theology gambling millions in vegas is not outside the limiting principle of what the moon family can do with the money in the church see what i'm saying it's a it's a loophole and i want this exposed because i think it should be illegal um but yeah, basically the judge asked that question. You can watch the video. I'll drop it in the show notes. It's a lawsuit that was going on for 12 years. This video clip is specifically from a few years ago when they were still debating how could this be true. Even the judges were baffled, y'all, even the judges. But it's not in their power to rewrite the laws or challenge this. They were just debating the money, the $500 million, Where does it go? Who does it belong to? Preston Moon laundered it uh, through uci and gpf and all sorts of different avenues into his own personal bank account but apparently that's not outside the limiting principles of the unification church as long as it's spent um in whatever way he wants to promote the principle all right here we go back to the episode but anyways this is one minor lawsuit that's been going on for 12 years it seemed like there was no end. Was it okay that Preston took the $500 million? Was it a problem? Would Hak Jahan get the $500 million back? Would the members see any of their money, this money that they donated for world peace or whatever? Um, it was all up in the air. Well, finally, in August of 2023, that lawsuit finally came to a close. And, and this lawsuit has been, it's been going on in Washington, D.C. So you can look all this up. But basically, it finally came to a close. And the conclusion is that Preston Moon can have the $500 million. It is not outside of his jurisdiction to take $500 million from the members. And there's nothing Hawk Jahan, the family Fed, can do about it. So that's what happened. That's what caused the collapse that I am witnessing now. Because as soon as that happened, Hawk Jahan, uh, instead of like dealing with it like a mature person and selling her own assets off like I, or you know maybe limiting the gambling that she's doing in Vegas um she's gambling millions it's just kind of what she does for fun and I can drop some articles to to show those because that's been going on for a long time all Korean members we know this like to gamble in Vegas um most recently one of the head of the what is it? Tatiana Moon's ballet company, the Karav Dance Academy, was arrested for um, gambling millions, money laundering. So uh, I just looked up this um, 
embezzlement of the Karav Dance Academy. Apparently, Karav Dance Academy hired a serial embezzler. Her name is Sophia Kim. And between the years, uh, sorry, between the months of January 2018 to September of 2018, she misappropriated approximately $1.5 million from the school's bank accounts through unauthorized checks, debit, and credit card transactions. So she treated the Karoff Dance Academy like her own personal bank account. She is a known embezzler, so it's not, they don't know why Karov hired her. I'm telling you, Karov hired her because the Moon Organization hires serial embezzlers for their own purposes. The Moon family embezzles millions of dollars this way. There is a clear paper trail that if you look up most of the businesses, you will see corruption, embezzlement, money laundering. It's not a coincidence, guys. It's going to the very top. The whole Moon family is corrupt, and it's obvious. Follow the paper trails. I just wanted to put that in there. The links will be in the show notes. That's another front group. If you didn't know, the Karav Dance Academy is a front group of the Moonies. But I digress. Let's go back to what I was talking about. Instead of doing the responsible thing and limiting her spending, she's blame shifting and causing a lot of chaos within the members, the first gen in their lives. They've given their whole life to create some sense of stability and a culture and a community specifically in the United States, because that's where I'm from. And this is the news that I know. Um, but I mean, even my, my own stepmom came on here talking about the Boston church or, uh, UTS, you know, our parents gave their lives for getting a, a big mansion in Boston to be the holy grounds for the unification church or, uh, university, uh, what is it? Unification church theological seminar in Barrytown, New York. If I'm getting any of this wrong, just message me. But basically, our parents gave our, their lives in the early 70s to acquire these properties, these these mansions or these uh, huge estates that could be central locations for the members to have some sense of stability and uh, a place of worship. They called it the Holy Grounds. Um, Moon himself claimed that these properties were ho- sanctified, holy grounds. They shouldn't be liquidated. But once this uh, lawsuit hit, the first thing Hak Jahan sold off was the Boston um, Holy Grounds mansion for, she sold it for $20.5 million. I believe it was in the last couple weeks. And she also liquidated UTS, which is a, the Unification Church Theological Seminar, Seminary in uh, upstate New York for 14 something million dollars. And these locations are not just holy grounds for the Unification Church, but they're they're also people's homes. Like, I know people that lived in these centers. Like, we're not talking about one little house. We're talking about, like, huge properties. And Hak Jahan lost her lawsuit, so that's the first thing she's getting rid of, is literally people's homes. Like, people have given their lives, like, their blood, their sweat, their tears. Literally people have died to acquire these properties. And this is this is the fallout of the Moon family greed. They don't even care. They're just liquidating people's homes and their livelihood and everything they've worked for so they can go gamble in Vegas, I'm sure. 
there's it's no skin off their back really 500 million is a drop in the bucket for the amount of wealth that the moon family has because i mean 500 million is what they were arguing over how much do you think it costs to run a 12-year lawsuit in lawyer fees they're just being petty bitches right and everybody's suffering for that so that's kind of what's triggered this collapse, this domino effect that I'm witnessing from a third person. I'm witnessing it from an outside perspective looking in, is that this lawsuit finally came to a close. And there's been a lot of moves in the last couple of weeks to mitigate the damage from this lawsuit. And Sean Moon, I'm still looking at you, buddy. You're not out of the woodwork. Don't trust this motherfucker. He is labor trafficking children to build his empire in Tennessee. Uh, Preston Moon, I'm looking at you too, buddy. You're not, you're a fucking con man. Uh, don't trust him. And Hawk Jahan Moon. And also, I just wanted to clarify, instead of, you know, she knew she was in a lawsuit for $500 million for the last 12 years. And what is she doing in the last 12 years? Well, she opened up a billion dollar palace. She bought a electric yacht for Champion Lake. She's dripping in diamonds and Gucci and Prada. She's got paintings and statues of herself. Does that sound like a uh, prudent leader who is responsible for finances and, I don't know, maybe prioritizes her family or her followers? before her own fucking greed Mm, not really she fucking knew this was coming and yet she still spent money she hemorrhaged the church's cash and not only that i just read that the manhattan center uh the church officially asked the new york government for 125 million dollars to get the new yorker out of like to keep the new yorker so if any of you moonies working at the new yorker are listening to this it's time to look for another job it's time to look for another income source it's time to look for another community because yours is exploding uh this is this is your warning like get out this church doesn't care about you this moon family doesn't care about you and they never did because i'm not trying to incite violence in any way actually that's what brought me on this podcast uh hawk jahan moon is doing some really bad things um let's see so let's go back to last year when shinzo abe was assassinated by a jacob's child of the unification church basically this guy tetsuya yamagami was uh, a jacob's child his mom joined the unification church shortly after her husband died of suicide i believe um she started donating everything that the family had to the church his brother committed suicide he lost his house i believe he lost everything because his mom was donating to the church she also moved to korea and left him in japan as a shunned and outcast jacob's child in a corrupt and dangerous cult so uh he wanted to take it out on somebody he wanted to actually assassinate hawk jahan Um, But he couldn't get near her due to COVID regulations, and so he assassinated Shinzo Abe. Why Shinzo Abe? Well, Shinzo Abe has ties to the Unification Church, generational generational ties to the Unification Church. Uh, Basically, his grandpa, Nobusuke Kishi, helped bring the Unification Church to Japan by labor trafficking members and um, platforming the LDP. 
which was also platformed by the United States government. Um, and Nobusuke Kishi was a war criminal from World War II who imprisoned and enslaved hundreds of thousands of people. If you want to know like a, like a really odd uh, connection that members have to Nobusuke Kishi that like just lives casually in our dialect and in the language... Nobusuke Kishi pretty much coined the term comfort women in World War II because he made comfort houses where soldiers would go rape women multiple times a day. And those women were called comfort women. They were slaves. Comfort women, right? That term is oddly specific. It's also very strange that that's what the Unification Church calls uh, the comfort wives, the comfort wives who marry, that marry our dads if uh, their wives leave them or die, specifically die. Uh, it's weird. Anyways, this is, I'm digressing. The church has so much weird history. But basically, the, the term comfort wives, comfort women comes directly from Nobusuke Kishi and Shinzo Abe's, uh, Shinzo Abe's grandpa and his influence and ties uh, with the unification church that go back almost half a century. Yeah, half a century ago. So yeah, it's undeniable Nobusuke Kishi's influence lives on in the church today. We are definitely connected to Nobusuke Kishi and the LDP and platforming Shinzo Abe in Japan. And so yes, Tetsuya Yamagami assassinated Shinzo Abe and it gained a lot of publicity. It sparked uh, an investigation into the Unification Church or the Family Federation for World Peace and their influence in Japan. It's been noted that half of the LDP have ties to the Unification Church. That's a lot of fucking lawmakers. So after a year of investigating the Unification Church thoroughly and asking a lot of questions during this inve- during this investigation and being pretty much shut down, the church won't answer questions. They look guilty. They are guilty. And so the Japanese government issued or they're seeking to issue um, an order to dissolve the Unification Church thoroughly, which is a major win. It's a huge step in the right direction. And yeah, the... the the Moonies in Japan are just that bad. They're doing um, deceptive recruiting. They're doing illegal activities. There's um, extortion. There's money laundering, human trafficking. Um, recently, 6,000 women went missing to a mass wedding, never to be seen again. Uh, where did these women go? Still, still a question. So, yeah, good job, Japanese government, for asking the right questions and taking a step in the right direction. The Unification Church also has like newspaper companies and weapons factories in Japan. So, yeah, it's been like officially deemed a criminal organization. That's all good news, right? I mean, I think so. Oh, I also wanted to say, let's not forget that Cookjin and Sean Moon were in Japan during Shinzo Abe's assassination. I don't know if you guys remember it. You can go check out Sean Moon's Instagram. But he was touring Japan at the time of the assassination. And a little birdie told me that Cookjin was actually reestablishing dominance over the Salo Japan weapons manufacturing company at the time of Shinzo Abe's assassination. And I just wanted to clarify that Tetsuya Yamagami built a fucking gun out of pipes and duct tape. Like, this dude built a gun that fired into a crowd of people and hit 
his exact target. Like no, no bird shot. He got Shinzo right in the chest, exactly where he wanted and killed this motherfucker with like what one shot out of a homemade gun in Japan. This is just blows my mind. And I want you to keep in mind that the moon organization has weapons manufactories in Japan, Salo, Salo, like Japan. And that's why Cookjin and Sean were there to like regain dominance of that industry. Um, it's just a, re- a weird coincidence that they were all in Japan at the same time. And I'm not saying anything. I'm just stating the facts. There's three major players. There's Preston, there's Sean, and there's Hak Jahan. They all hate each other. They're fighting for money. And who knows what kind of influence they have. But either way, the reason I'm on here is because Hak Jahan got the message that the Unification Church needs to be dissolved in Japan for being a criminal organization. And she uh, organized a Top Gun workshop for Japanese members in Champyong. It was said on Twitter that she stated that the 6,000 Japanese members that organized at the Top Gun workshop, which is a really quirky name for a a church group. It's kind of paramilitary. If you don't know Top Gun, it's a fucking, well, it's the elite pilots for the U.S. government. Um, And it's also a great movie with Tom Cruise and Val Kilmore. I heard uh, Sun Young Moon really liked that movie so now they're calling specific workshops Top Gun it's just really paramilitary it's strange it's not a good foreshadowing for what's to come but Hak Jahan Moon declared to these Japanese members that they must form a kamikaze squad to stop the dissolution of the Unification Church she specifically used the term Tokotai and in English that's kamikaze She said, Japan is currently facing a difficult problem. You must uncover the truth legitimately. You are the kamikaze team that will save the world and save Japan. So this is the order to be a kamikaze troop. And if you know Japanese members, they take things pretty literal. So you might want to chill with that language, Hakjahan. I don't like where you're going with this. Please, if you're listening to this podcast update and you're a member... Do not take her literally. Her empire is crumbling. Her kids are coming after her. She's made a lot of bad decisions and it's not your responsibility to reestablish her wealth. She can sell her clothes. She can sell her fucking house. She can give up some rights to businesses. She's got enough money, y'all. Don't need to be selling your homes. You don't need to be joining a kamikaze squad. Y'all don't need to be smuggling in tons of cash to Chumpyong under your bra or in your shoes. Y'all don't need to be doing that. So please don't. Please focus on yourself. The Unification Church just lost two major major properties in the United States. Plenty of people have been probably lost their homes. It's going to happen in Japan too. They're going to lose their properties. And Hak Jahan's going to blame shift for her terrible leadership skills. Actually, the whole church is, is has terrible leadership and it never should have gotten this big. But we're going to start seeing it crumble and people are going to be in chaos. So I want to just remind people, gentle reminder, even if the church, if Rome is falling, because that's the scale of the Unification Church, focus on your damn self. And how do you do that when you don't know how to do that? Remember these things. You need a place 
to sleep. You need a place to eat. You need a place to shit. You need a place to rest. So focus on securing your physiological needs. Focus on employment outside of the church. Focus on your own family. Please focus on your health. Focus on your physical health. Focus on your teeth, on your heart, on your muscles, on your bones. Focus on your kidneys. Focus on you. You need to be safe. Don't worry about what Hak Chahan's saying. Don't worry what Preston's saying. Don't worry about Sean Moon. Focus on yourself. Build a place of stability outside of the church. Sure, you don't have to cut off all communication with church members, but don't focus on don't focus on Hak Jahan and the Moon family's financial collapse. That's not your fault. That is their own damn fault. That is not your fault. The collapse of the Unification Church is not the members' fault. The whole thing, the whole, the leadership was rotten to begin with. All you can do is build your own stability. And the reason I say focus on yourself so much is because you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't be a sustainable source of help if you need help yourself. It makes sense. It's logical. If you're really wanting to live for the sake of others and create peace in this world, you have to have stability. Repeat it again. You have to have stability. It's not about LFSO lifestyle, living for the sake of others and giving everything for the sake of humankind. It's about stability. All right, that's all I wanted to say. And that's my advice. The moon empire is collapsing and there's going to be a lot of ugly, ugly chaos to follow. The only thing you can focus on right now is yourself. Let the moon organization collapse. Let it collapse. Step back. This is a PSA to get the fuck out. Get away from it. Because it's like a building falling down. You might get caught in the debris. Focus on yourself. If your parents are losing their goddamn minds, help them focus on themselves. Because they might want to be cult hoppy right now and jump ship and go to a different country and help build whatever. Don't rebuild. The Unification Church isn't worth it. Just focus on yourself. And that is my PSA for today. If I got any of this brief information wrong, please give me an update. This is all stuff that's just floating on in my head from articles that I've read online. I will try to put all the articles that I've been reading in the show notes. If I've missed something, send it to me. Um, Also, I want to remind people, if you are one of those people that's going to jump ship and focus on yourself, there are good resources that we listed last episode with Yose. It's findhelp.org. It's a great resource for people that need to focus on themselves and build something from scratch. Uh, You'll just put in your zip code. It's a U.S.-based website that can help you find help. There's also the hotline.org. Again, this is a U.S.-based website that can help you find help. And I've also been given a link for a resource finding site in the UK. So now we've got some help in the UK. Uh, You're going to go to thefamilysurvivaltrust.org. And uh, if there's anybody in Japan that could send me some resources for you folk who are at the ground zero of the destruction of the church, please send me some links. I'll put them in the show notes. Also, please, if anybody's in Korea and has some resources, I would like to put those in the show notes because you are also at ground zero. 
I'm praying that Champion also gets dissolved. I'm praying that everything is over shortly, but it's going to be ugly when it happens. So, um, yeah, Japan, great job. The Japanese government, you did awesome recognizing that the Unification Church is a criminal, corrupt, human trafficking organization. Thank you for legally representing what the ex-members have been saying all along. Amazing. We finally got some closure there. And uh, there's going to be some fallout from that. So let's just all brace ourselves, try to encourage people to stay calm, focus on themselves, and everything's going to be okay. I just wanted to put this podcast out there as a public service announcement. I might not have it all right. A lot of this stuff is coming from the Twitterverse, from ex-members and members that are talking about what Hak Jahan said there. And if you have any resources you want to share with me, send them my way and I'll put them in the show notes. All right, everybody, take care of your mental health. This is a, this is a win. It might seem crazy, but it is a win. All right, take care of your mental health and we'll talk again soon.